Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Friday, September 20th, 2019. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. This comes from dailyhive.com. The headline reads, NDP pledges billions to build 500,000 new affordable homes in 10 years. Jagmeet Singh continued his push to win progressive votes on Tuesday by promising an NDP government would invest billions of dollars in affordable housing to help Canadians struggling to make ends meet. The commitment was the NDP's latest pledge to expand social programs. The party's promises have included universal pharmacare and free tuition for post-secondary education while promising higher taxes on large corporations and the wealthy. Yet Singh also deflected questions about how and when an NDP, NDP government would tackle the federal deficit, saying only that he would make different choices from Justin Trudeau's liberals and that his majority is helping Canadians, his priority is helping Canadians now. We want to take the budget very seriously and we'll look at what that means in the future, Singh said during a campaign event at a nonprofit housing complex in downtown Ottawa, a few kilometers from Parliament Hill. But right now, our priority is investing in some of the crises that people are going through. Singh's, top, sta- Singh's stop in the capital on Tuesday meant a return to Ontario, where he spent the first few days of the campaign before a tour of Western Quebec. Over the weekend, he was in Ottawa Centre, where Liberal Catherine McKenna defeated NDP's Paul Dewar in 2015. This historically flipped back and forth between the Liberals and NDP. After kicking a soccer ball with some children, Singh announced that an NDP government would build 500,000 new affordable homes over 10 years, starting with an immediate investment of $5 billion. Our priorities are the people behind me, the families who need affordable housing, the people who tell me that they cannot find a place to live, Singh said during the low-key campaign event before attacking the Liberals' record. The NDP leader cited a report by Parliamentary Budget Officer Yves Giroux in June that found under the Liberals' plan, spending on affordable housing is slated to fall as a percentage of the economy over the next decade. While the actual dollar figure is set to increase, Giroux found federal spending on housing is slated to decline from 0.13% of Canada's gross domestic product in 2017-2018 to 0.11% in 2027-2028. We hear Mr. Trudeau talk about there is a housing crisis with more of those pretty words, Singh said, you know. Acknowledging the problem, but then when it comes to the actual solving of the problem, empty promises. Yet, Singh was hard-pressed to say where he would find $5 billion for affordable housing in the first year of his mandate, and instead pointed to the Liberal government having found billions to pay for corporate tax cuts and the Keystone XL pipeline. Singh painted the $4.5 billion for the pipeline and $14 billion in corporate tax cuts, which the government said were needed to help Canadian companies compete with U.S. competitors following similar cuts down south, 
as a handout to the wealthy. Some experts have said such a characterization is misleading as it does not acknowledge how ordinary Canadians might benefit too by driving investment in the country and getting Canadian oil to more lucrative markets. When something is a priority, Mr. Trudeau seems to go out and do it, said Mr. Singh. But it hasn't been a priority to make people's lives better. We believe our priority should be investing in people, investing in housing, and that's what we're going to do. While Singh noted his previous promises to hike taxes on corporations and the wealthy, close various tax, close various tax loopholes and crack down on tax evasion, he indicated all revenues from those measures will be put into social programs. With these measures, we're going to increase revenue and we're going to use the revenue towards programs that actually invest in our country, he said, of the tax hikes and other initiatives. We know that if we invest in people, we build a better future. Both the New Democrats and Conservatives promised in the last federal election to run balanced budgets, budgets if elected, while the Liberals were elected on a promise to run modest deficits during, during the first few years of their mandate before returning to balance. In the three full fiscal years since the Liberals came to power, however, the federal government has posted $52 billion worth of shortfalls even though the economy has had a solid run of growth. Ahead of next month's election, the Liberals have laid out projections calling for five more years of deficit of at least $10 billion. Conservative leader Andrew Scheer is promising to pull Canada out of the red in about five years. Green leader Elizabeth May has also committed to returning Canada to budgetary balance in five years. Maxime Bernier's New People's Party of Canada is the only political party that's promised a quick path to balance books within two years. So the first question addresses this in the article is always, how do you pay for that? You're talking about $5 billion worth of investment. How do you pay for that? Now, Singh is pro um, proposing a wealth tax so a tax on overall net worth of individuals who have uh, or a, a tax on individuals who have an overall net worth of uh, more than $20 million. So they'd pay a percentage of their overall net worth annually, which is interesting. And I've actually been doing a little bit of research on the wealth tax because, I mean, theoretically it could work, but... As I look into it, in most countries that have implemented it, it didn't work out so well, and they and it was discontinued. I think there are I'm pretty sure there are only three countries in the world that have a wealth tax right now. When uh, probably about 20 years ago, there may have been upwards of 20 countries, maybe 15 to 20 countries. Um, you know, it's a fancy idea. I don't think it's practical. So, again, the question doubles back to how do you pay for that? I mean, the idea of putting 500,000 affordable housing units in the market, um, or not even on the market, but just building 500,000 affordable housing units in five years. Sweet. How are they being paid for? I'm all for it, but we just need a really good plan for, for something like that. Even if we can get 100,000 in, in the next five years, I think that would be an accomplishment, like from the government. But here's the deal. Why are we not incentivizing private um, 
private companies to build affordable housing. Like, I, I, uh, you'll probably hear me harp on this a lot. And you know what? If you have experience in, in building uh, um, residential units and building apartment buildings, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and I would love to talk to you about it. But from where I stand, money flows um, to the path of least resistance. It's like water. So make it easy for private companies to build affordable housing. And so you have, if you have a hybrid plan of government spending and building versus private spending and building, I think that's our best, that's our best option. Um, and that's what I would like to see, uh, you know, also something that worries me about the NDP and don't get me wrong. I haven't actually ruled out the NDP as, as an option for everybody out there. Every real estate investor out there who is all about sheer double check, man. Don't just take it pat because, you know, makes it easy for you to do business. Like, there's a cost to everything. And just because you get tax cuts or uh, or whatever doesn't necessarily mean there isn't a cost to those policies, those, you know, those corporate policies. So, and... This is a very political episode. I get that. And there's going to be a, a lot of disagreement here. That's fine. I don't care. The point is, here is a specific promise to address a very real... You know, the term crisis is used. And if it's not now, there will be. We have a lot of people coming into Ontario specifically, but we have a lot of people coming into Canada, and we don't have the units to meet the demand. So if we don't have a crisis now, we will have one, and we need a plan to meet that. If you could get away with spending $5 billion on 500,000 units, perfect. That's huge. That's a lot of money quickly. Where's that money coming from? That's my only question. And I think a hybrid plan of incentivizing private building and government building the units themselves, I think that's a better option. But I'd love to know your thoughts. How do we get more units onto the market faster? Email me. recoffee at joelart.ca. So that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. If uh, you have a friend that has strong opinions <laughs> on affordable housing in either direction, in any direction, share this episode with them. I'd love to hear what they have to say too. One last thing before I sign out. Um, the Wealth Hacker Conference is coming up on November 9th. Grant Cardone is going to be headlining it. There's, gonna be, there's a bunch of other like people you've probably never heard of that are going to be teaching very real, practical investment strategies. So like, I'm excited for Grant Cardone, but I'm actually also excited to sit under some of these people and just 
learned from their strat their very practical strategies strategies that have made them millionaires. And if you yeah, November 9th, if you want to go. If you want to check it out, wealthhacker.ca. If you like what you see, there's three levels of tickets, premium, VIP, general admission. If you want 10% off your ticket, use the discount code REALWEALTH. It's all one word, Real Wealth. I'm going. Um, it's organized by someone who's kind of becoming a mentor, a casual mentor, if that's a thing. Erwin Cito, he has the Truth About Real Estate Investing podcast. Check that out. It is definitely worth following and listening to weekly. And I think it's going to be something that will bring together... This is definitely going to be a conference that brings together people who are interested in not settling for what they are given, but finding creative ways to build wealth. Okay, enough about that. Have a good Friday.